we certainly don't want to leave out our people who are going to be watching <laughs> later. Exactly. So yesterday we, uh, we were talking about um, banishing guilt and unforgiveness forever. Getting rid of that. Stop carrying it around. And so uh, we directed you to the Facebook page and we asked you to give us your takeaway from the, the, the Facebook page. And I just want to read some takeaways from yesterday because you guys are on the right track. You are brilliant. This is this is exactly um, what, what you need to be doing to banish the guilt and the unforgiveness. You don't need to walk around with all of this inside your body anymore. Um, one of the takeaways from the Facebook group was when I change the way I look at things, the things you look at change. Brilliant. Trust that I will be able to handle a situation or a person that comes into my life and decide when I am ready. Yes, the I am statements, claim it. I am ready. Um, Lisa said, create new subconscious patterns. You must do the internal work in order to attract what you want. This is, this is, this is fabulous. This is, this is all the work. It's internal. We, we don't focus on the outside world anymore. We've got to focus on the inside of us. And Miriam said, you will never be good enough for the wrong person. Yes. Don't try to fit your life into someone else's life. And also do not allow my confidence to offend your insecurity. It's a lot of wows. It's a lot of aha moments, ladies. And Christy said, lots of subconscious work to do to undo certain patterns for better connections in the future. Ultra independent person is me. Hard to accept help and was self-reliant at a very young age. Have to be very mindful of this. And what we're doing is we're uncovering old patterns and beliefs. And now that you are a woman at this age, a, a, um, a single woman, maybe for the first time ever, you get to decide what your rules are that you're going to follow. You get to look at your old patterns and say, that's not me anymore. I'm going to do it this way. And so thank you for participating in the Facebook group. We're going to do the same uh, uh, thing today after, after Donna talks. She's going to be talking today about unlocking who you are and discovering what you really want. This is about you, the internal work. So I'm so glad that you're here. I It is my pleasure to introduce to you Donna Rudowitz, the founder of the company, brilliant, brilliant woman. Donna, come on on. I'm here. Yay. My, my video is going to take a moment to click on. It will click on in just a moment. There I am. Isn't it weird? You can hear my voice, but you don't see my face. But now you do. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Bridget, for that lovely introduction. And let's get to it, guys. Let's get to it. Because today... We have a very, very, very special day. Day one was about healing and moving forward. Day two was about surrendering as a strength. 
Today is divine guidance and unlocking who we really are. And we have the fabulous Angie, who is a sister spotlight, who will be joining us today to share with you her journey authentically, right? The conversations we have with the women who've been through the DGB program are one of the most valuable conversations we have because they could tell you their journey and their story. It's not me, right? It's them telling you their story. So we can't wait to have Angie on, but first we're gonna do some training. And also I have a very, very important announcement. We are going to be doing bonus days, okay? So today is Wednesday. We still have two today's training and two more days left, right? Thursday and Friday. But on Saturday and on Sunday, I'm going to be doing bonus trainings. Now you will have all of the recordings. And so I love Saturdays and Sundays to catch up on the recordings, right? To catch up on the notes. So you'll have those two days to catch up. But I'm going to go live on Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern, and we're going to pick up again at 11 a.m. Eastern on Sunday. I have a family event that I have to go to that cannot be missed, so I'm bumping the time on Saturday to 4 p.m., but you'll get all the information, so not to worry. Everything will be emailed to you, but I'm going to go live here, same Zoom room that we're in right now, to be able to do a little teaching and to answer any questions you have. So mark it on your calendar for bonus days, Saturday and Sunday to be with me. Um, let's get right to the training because we got good stuff. And I want to make sure I get Angie on stage as soon as possible, too, because I can't wait to talk to Angie. Okay, let's start with a fact. Remember the other day we spoke about feelings versus facts. The facts are that successful women will act before they feel ready. They act like the person they want to be instead of the person they feel like today, right? Growing. We had a question yesterday. How do I move through this even when I don't feel like it? You have to make the decision. It's not about feeling. It is about fact. And small minds discuss other people. That's where gossip happens. Good minds discuss events. And great minds discuss ideas. And this, you, my sister, if you are here, you have a great mind. And you understand that this life is not about you. Rick Warren wrote a book, The Purpose Driven Life. And if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. And his opening statement is, it's not about you. The purpose of your life is far greater than your own personal fulfillment, your peace of mind, or even your happiness. It's far greater than your family, your career, or even your wildest dreams and ambitions. And that is because you were created to live life at your highest vibrational frequency, to give and receive. What happens is we get so closed off because of the divorce that we block the flow. Now, who would like, in the chat, I want to hear, yes, Donna, tell me permission to coach. Just type yes, because you know me by now. I'm going to ask your permission to coach. Yes, yes, yes. When it comes to some hard things that we need to hear. We were never promised an easy life, my friends. We were never promised an easy life. What we were promised is we would have access to the solution to any problem. And so here when divorce comes knocking at your door and you don't, this is not something we plan for, you could choose to use your divorce as a stepping stone or a stumbling block. You could choose to use your divorce as a catalyst. You could choose to have your divorce use you and keep you stuck. 
And this is where the divine guidance and the peace comes in today. Now, this is not about religion. You could be any belief system here at Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond. It does not matter. What matters is we are all created from an energetic source. We are all created from an energetic source. You are never without water. You are always connected and you can stand tall in any storm. You are fully equipped. You see the divorce has broken you down to the point that you feel victimized. You feel like you don't have power. You feel like you can't see the other side. That is false. It is not a fact. And your job today, like Jackie said, your job is to uncover the truth. This is a inside job. Your divorce, whether you want to believe this or not, and I say this with grace to you, your divorce happened for you, not to you. These karmic relationships are here for us to learn, to grow, and evolve into the highest manifestation of ourselves. You could have been totally screwed. It could have been the horriblest experience you've ever been to or through, but nothing is accidental. I want to share a fact with you, okay? Now, just listen up. Listen to this fact because this really blew my mind when I read this. When you were created, there's a burst of energy that happened, right? The moment the sperm fertilized the egg, there was this burst of energy. Have you ever done the research of what the chances are of you being alive in this moment? And if you haven't, don't worry, I did. And here's what the scientists have shown us. They have found that a person's odds of being alive are 1 in 10 to the 2,685,000th hour. And they further explained that these odds are the same as having a group of 2 million people each roll a trillion-sided die at the same time and every roll landing on the same number. That's the odds of what it took to bring you and call you to embody yourself and where you are right now into this world. So this is where, now I say God, you could say universe and source, I say God. God doesn't make mistakes and he certainly didn't start with you. Now in the past, because we have been managing everything and everyone in our life, and yesterday we talked about ultra independence. And if you missed yesterday's conversation, please hop back in, watch yesterday's recording about ultra independence. But we've learned to be the workhorse. We've learned to carry the burdens, not because we wanted to, but because we had to. And that's what's kept us stuck. Your answer, the answer is stillness. The answer is stillness. I want you to think about whether you're an iPhone girl or a Samsung girl, when your phone is operating and it's getting stuck and it's just not working properly. I don't know about you, but sometimes I look down and I see a thousand windows open. My daughters are always like, oh my God, mom, you got a thousand windows open. That is us. We have a thousand windows open. We have so much noise coming at us. We don't hear the stillness. And the stillness on this side of your life, at work, it's different. On this personal side, calling in the love you want is different. We must become still. Now, I have a little parable. Again, I want you to type in the chat. Are you ready for the parable? Let me hear, yes, Donna. I'm ready for the parable because this again, this again is one of the most important parables that I think I've heard to date. 
and and I want you to again listen to me, right? Right now you may be taking notes. There may be a lot of um background stuff that's going on. I just want you to listen to what I'm saying. And I want you to put again your your head into your heart, your hand in your heart, and let me tell you about a voice. Not this voice, but the voice inside. The one that whispers. It tells me what's right and it tells me what's not. It tells me when to leave and where to go. It's not Shakespeare. It's not a play dialogue. My inner voice always gives it to me straight. It tells me who my real friends are. It tells me who my real friends aren't. It tells me when to say yes and when to say no, and whether the person sitting next to me is the one I'll be spending the rest of my life with, or perhaps not. And sometimes it's crystal clear. It will tell me, yes, no, go, stay. And other times it merely whispers. I could barely hear it. Don't let your inner voice drown in a noisy world. In the end, don't let any man or woman or algorithm tell you what's right for you. You always know your way. This is going to be the truth bomb. This is the truth bomb. I know you know. We, even though we're at this point of our life and this is not where we expected it to be, we had signs along the way guiding us and telling us to make different decisions or do different things. And we may have chosen to go a different way, ignore them or override them. And there is no blame. There is no shame. There's no condemnation. But your inner voice is always going to guide you. And this is where when your brain goes to come in to try to fix everything, we have a saying here at DGB that says we focus on the what and not the how. So leave it alone. Leave it alone. When your mind goes squarely, leave it alone. Don't call. Don't write. Don't try to straighten it out. Don't try to fix it. Don't fly off the handle. Don't react. Don't yell. Leave it alone. Focus on the what it is you want, the feeling. I want to feel peace. I'm on my way to feeling peace. I'm on my way to feeling connected. I'm on my way to feeling part of something bigger. I'm on my way to experience love and being adored. It's when we command the what and allow the universe to figure out the how is when your life will exponentially be given to you in ways you never thought imaginable. Because God is saying to you, universe. And God is saying, be still and know that I am God. I am bigger than your problem. I am bigger than your situation. I am bigger than your circumstance. This is not your battle. You do not have to handle this. This is my battle. This is God's battle. God will work it out. Just leave it alone. If you're trying to get up on the mountain and defend yourself and explain to everybody why this happened and how you're the better person and this what he was saying wasn't true, you only are showing yourself not in the in the light that you want. You've got to focus on the what, the feeling of peace, the, the, the resurrection of the relationships with your family, the love, the relationships that are the most meaningful to you. God will work out the rest. It doesn't mean that justice doesn't need to be had. It doesn't mean you're accepting what happened. It doesn't mean that you're condoning what happened. You're just removing yourself and allowing God in the universe to come in to handle it because he's got it. The universe, when you focus on the what and the energy, the universe and God is such an amazing surgeon. 
He's so skillful and precise. God knows exactly what to cut out. When we go in and we try to handle things, we cut out all the good and the bad and everything. God knows in how to go get the good, the bad out and done. He's saying, I will hand it, handle it. Your role right now is to choose to activate your soul. And you, need, you don't even have to know how to do it. We think that in order to be happy, we, sh we, we need to be dating. We need to be going out. We need to be fixing. We need to be doing. And in order to be happy, you must become still. It's quite the opposite. It's not about giving and doing and hustling for our worth. It's the opposite. It's about becoming still. We don't build trust by offering help. We build trust by asking for help. Because it's a vulnerable thing to ask for. Will you help me is a very vulnerable statement. Can I help you? Not so much, right? Trust is an act of service. But the act of service really comes from allowing someone else to serve you. Let's take an example of this. People who are bad at taking compliments. Oh, you, you know, you're, let's say someone says, you're so smart. And the person goes, no, 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 I'm really not. I'm really not. We downplay compliments because we are embarrassed. But a compliment is a gift. If someone gave you a gift, you wouldn't push it away because it would be rude. You'd accept it. You'd accept it with gratitude. And then you would go on to evaluate it later. And I want to talk to you about unconditional self-love. People are going to love you for who you are or for what you do. Now, this may be uncomfortable to consider, but I want you to consider this. People loving us for who we are will feel more genuine and real and caring and empathetic. It feels like we're more difficult to lose. Now, on the other hand, people who love us for what we do feels transactional. It feels transient. The love that we receive now becomes contingent on what achievements and successes we can offer in return. And the obvious and the obvious fear, right? The obvious fear we're going to have is that what happens if a point comes that we no longer have anything to give in return? Would our love be taken away? So here's an even more uncomfortable question. Do you love you for who you are and what you do. You see, we look to the world to love us for who we are in a balanced, caring view of our true value, independent of our accomplishments. But meanwhile, our own self-love is largely determined by what we do. We, you, we don't need anybody to criticize us. I bet you, you are your own criticizer. You're your own judge. If you fall short, you probably beat yourself a up a million times till Sunday. And even though you tried your best, you're not looking at the 98% that you did right. We tend to look at the 2% we did wrong. We still beat ourselves up. We want the world to show up in a way that we don't show up for ourselves. And this is the key. You must show up for yourself the way you want the world to treat you. Because if you don't heal what you hurt, you will bleed on people that didn't cut you. And we've got to stop caring about people and about what other people think because most people don't even like themselves. 
And if most people don't like themselves, why on earth are we giving them power over our belief on how we view ourselves? We're going to call Angie in in two minutes, but I want to go to one more piece. Because many people ask me, Donna, this is so unfair. I, I don't, I'm a good person. I can't understand. I did everything. I showed up. I did everything I possibly could. Why is God being so mean? Why is the universe so unfair? Why is this happening to me? And they get stuck in the anger and the revenge. And the truth of the matter is you probably thought things towards your ex that you would look at and say, man, that's not who I am. It's not my character. And here's the best revenge. Your best revenge is none. Heal, move on, and do not become like the person who hurt you. That is your answer. They only win when you become sour towards life. When you become angry towards everybody else, they win. When you start treating people the way they treated you, they win. God doesn't do what's easy. He will always do what's divine. And when God is working with us and for us, it's always going to be complicated. We are not going to understand. And that's how you know you're in flow. When things come to you and you have no understanding of how they've come to you, you know you're in flow. Right? Why did God choose a barren woman to birth a prophet? Why did God use a boy to kill Goliath? When they had men, they had an army. Why did God use a boy? Why did God use a virgin to birth Jesus? And who tells a blind man to go wash in a pool he can't even see how to get to? Who stands in front of a tomb and tells a dead man to come forth? That's how you know it's hard. When you are coming up against a challenge, when life is hard, it's God. When life is frustrating you, it's God. Whenever it's difficult, it's God. Whenever it goes against the grain, it's God because you're being called up to a higher level. You could stay the same and you could remain the same, but that's not why you are here. And it's time for you to choose people that choose you. When it's real, you don't have to beg someone to stay in your life. You do not have to prove your worthiness because the right people are going to choose you. And you're not supposed to get along with everybody. Everyone isn't supposed to like you. Stop making yourself small and stop dumbing yourself down so you could fit in. Stop crying about the people that are hating on you. They're supposed to hate on you. If you're a leader of your life, they're going to hate on you. It's part of the job requirement. The CEO of our life, the matriarch of our family, the frontier breaking the generational curses that have been laying over our family, perhaps for generations. This is part of the job requirement. Okay, so let's take a breath. Let's take a breath because these last two and a half days, you could see the conversations and the work go deep. As a matter of fact, I think it's been profound. And I'm going to take a moment to open up to Bridget in a second for questions. But I want you to know that this work and these conversations we're having are generational right? This is life. This is generational work and they're profound. And I want you to know something. Angie's coming on. I'm going to call her to the room in a moment. But if what I've been talking about resonates with you and you need handholding and you need support in putting it together, I have an opportunity I'm going to talk to you about today, later, not now, later. But before I do, 
before we even go into that, because I know what it's like. Jackie knows what it's like. Your team knows what it's like. This is work you cannot do alone. We need a community. We need a tribe. We need other women lifting us up because that is where everything changes. So with that said, we're going to go ahead and bring Angie in the room. Bridget, you want to hop back on? I think you're on mute. Right here, I'm bringing Angie in as well. All right. And as you're bringing Angie, I know there were some questions. So as you're bringing Angie in, I'm going to just answer some questions. I think there was the one question, can I repeat the comment about successful women acting first? Yes. Successful people act before they feel ready. They act like the person they want to be instead of the person they feel like today. That was it. Hi, Angie. Yeah, you made it. She is. You could unmute yourself if you can. Let's do that. I just asked you to unmute. Cool. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Angie is here. All right. So let's get right into it, Angie. Thank you so much for coming. And I hope I hope this training today is bringing oh. up some uh, reminders of the work that you've done and recalibrating your soul and your heart. Yeah, it's so funny. It was so along the lines of what I was thinking today. And I have to tell you a magic moment for the day. So as soon as I logged on the call, you know, I love bird signs, right? My name's Angie Bird. So I love bird signs. And as soon as I logged on the call, seriously, I can see a window like right here in my view. And there were 15, I counted them, 15 hawks. No, I love it, Angie. That's yeah. fabulous. That's my magic moment of today. I love it. I love it. And those are the moments we look for. We become trained at DGB, what Angie is talking about. You know, in the past, we were trained to look at what went wrong, where things were going wrong in our life. And now in DGB, we, we actually have a different vantage point and that is what could go right. And we look for the miracles and synchronicities. We're not looking for what's broken. We're not ignoring what's broken, of course, but we're not looking for it. We're looking for what's going right. And so Angie, that is, you got to put that right in your notebook. It's got to <laughs> go right in. All right. So let's get to it because I know that everybody is really curious to hear your story. I know that when I am in a state and I, and I love to hear from other people because it gives me, um, the hope that I could do it too, right? Because if Angie could do it, so could you. So Angie, tell me a little bit about how things were before you worked with us. So I've been married for 22 years. I have two children and I'd had a lot of great years in my marriage. Um, but actually when I met you it was September 22nd of 2020. And I had just filed for divorce in at the beginning of that September. And so I was in the midst of like the really intense emotion, right? The last year of my marriage and all of that period of time was just devastating, really devastating. Um, and that's really where I was when I met you. I remember our call. I remember our conversation complete. And so tell me what didn't work for you? Like what projected you to say, okay, I, this has got to change. Like I've done this, this, and this, I'm sure you've been, was the therapy. I'm sure you did the things that everyone does. What didn't work? 
Yeah, it was, you know, I remember I was thinking back to our phone call and I, and it correlates to what you're saying today, right? I was very much a victim. I was very fixated on what he was doing wrong to me, everything that he was doing to me. That was where my mindset was. And that's all I could talk about. And I remember some of our phone calls telling you about, but he did this to me and he did this to me and he did that to me. And, and that's really... I couldn't get out of that mindset. I kept circling about, I kept circling about trying to, how can I fix this? How can I get him to understand? How can I get him to take accountability? It was all of that kind of, I don't know, mindset frame. I think Angie, you and and like probably all of our DGB sisters felt the same way. It's it, yeah. it's a definition of insanity that unless you're going through it, I, I don't think people could really understand it because you're really, it's like hitting your head against the brick wall because you're trying to reason with someone who does who can't reason. Remember that we, we spoke about that. It's like, we're rational women. And that's why we could go up and have a conversation. They are yeah. not rational. They are irrational. And you can't ration with irrational. Yeah. And I remember I was in therapy at the time and my therapist said something to me. So I got to a very suicidal place during my divorce. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was in and out of that feeling for most of a year. And I was mm -hmm. in therapy. And I remember my therapist asks, asking me this question, which has stayed with me my entire life, which I think since then sums up where I was. He asked me, why is divorce worse than death? And at the time I truly, I, I knew logically that I should want to get divorced before I would want to die. Mm -hmm. But honestly, in my feelings and my emotion and how intense it was, I didn't feel that at the time. Mm -hmm. And so him asking me that question just caused me to really pause. Yep. Like what is going on? What am I doing? How yep. is this happening? Yep. It caused you to reevaluate kind of where you are. Yep. I'm just going to close my door. Hold on one second. Don't want the dogs barking away. All right. So this goes into the feelings because I think like you said, the we know on a logical and logistical and an intellectual level that we should be thinking certain things. And you know what I say in DGB, don't shit on me, right? Because it means we're placing judgment. But, you know, the other, the feelings like what were with with the feelings was there anything else you want to share about the feelings that you were feeling or the um the you struggle know, i would say that it was the most intense emotion and hardest point of my entire life yeah um for sure. And I, I heard about people getting divorced, but that was never going to be me. And until I actually went through it, oh, I had no idea. I had no idea. But and you know what it is too, Angie, I think, and tell me if you feel this, is we think at the time that we have rational thought, like even though we feel like we're off and we're, you know, we're, we're, we're definitely going through a challenge and a struggle and we're trauma to say the least, right? We're going through trauma. We, we still feel like we're, we're making rational decisions. Like our mind is thinking until we get out of that fog and we're on the other end, I call it like the bridge, right? We're on one side of the bridge we, and we look back and we realize, my goodness, that was not the case. <laughs> we were really not in a healthy space. Okay, so inside the Divorce and Gracefully and Beyond community, and just for purposes, if you're new to um, the Divorce and Gracefully and Beyond community, we are a sisterhood. 
This is not just about, you know, a one-time thing. This is about a lifetime connection and a sisterhood in a community that we're kind of all finding ourselves in the same spot. So inside of the DGB community and inside of the program, what has been your most helpful part? Yeah, for me, it's, it's a few different things. One, it's feeling not alone, right? Like I truly have people who understand me and who I can come to for support and questions and just feeling that connection of not being alone in yep. such a difficult moment is, um, there's just no words for that, right? It's yep. just so loving. And then the other thing is the, everybody's heard the slogan, like, who do you surround yourself with? And being surrounded by just even listening to the, your introduction and your teaching, but having these moments in our days where we're surrounded by women who inspire us and who uplift us and who role model the life that we want to live. To me, there's no, you can't get that anywhere else. Yes. Because, and this, I'm so glad you said that because what came to me is something that I talk about when we talk about divine connection is sometimes um, we you don't need eyes to see, right? You don't need the physical eyes to see. It's that intuitive leap of faith that you're making. It's knowing you're in exactly the right place at exactly the right time. You're linking arms with other women who are where you want to be, right? And so they're role models and you're seeing because I love therapy. Do not get me wrong when I say this. If we have therapists out there, I respect you. I am a therapist by trade. But there comes a certain point in our divorce journey where we do grow out of therapy. That one-to-one model works great. However, in this journey, when we're taking our lives, we need to see and we need to be in a tribe. That's the most important part of the puzzle is the tribe, is being with other women and connecting and linking arms with your coaches, with other women, because now we have a vantage point and we have access to views we've never seen before. Right. I know, you know, when, so I went to um, the trip with the sisters to Cabo, right? Yes. We did on a retreat. We love our retreats. I know. And it was so fun and it was so amazing. So we all rented a sailboat and we went out on the water together and there's like, well, two boats, right? Yes. But I mean, so we have this boat, let's say with 20 women on the boat and on the boat that I was on, one of the guys who was the person who was running the sailboat, he comes up to me and he's like, well, how do you all know each other? Like, what are, what are you doing? And I said, well, we're all divorced and we're here together. And he just looked at me like I was, I was making it up. I'll never forget that. That is so funny. So we go on retreats twice a year as part of the Divorce and Grant Beyond community. For lifetime, you have access to come on retreats and we have fun and we are a formidable force. And we did when we were there, people were like, what do you have in common? And we're like, well, we're all divorced. And the, the people around <laughs> us thought we're like, because they're expecting to see like bitter people and angry and we're having fun. We're connecting, we're laughing, we're crying. We are just living the best life we could be. That is hilarious. And we got to enjoy a beautiful Cabo day, right? On the sunset with our sisters. Because life doesn't have to stop because you're divorced. Divorce is an event. It's not a life sentence, right? You get to still live life. And what better time to share it with people that you admire, right? So what's been the biggest game changer for you? You know, I love this analogy. Um Imagine driving a car and are you the driver of the car or are you the passenger of the car in your life? And this feeling of complete ownership of my life and that I am the driver of the life and of my life and I am no longer a victim. Yes, things happen to me in my life and things that people do are not nice to me. 
they, there are lots of things that happen to me that shouldn't happen or unfair, all of this kind of thing, but they're not going to stop me from living my life the way that I want to live my life. And that empowerment that I have to make my life, what I want to like to live. I never thought I would get to the point where I was grateful for my divorce. I never wanted to get divorced. I wanted to be married forever. Right. And then now, and I got to this point, probably about a year after where I really felt this deep sense of gratitude for my complete shift in the view of how I'm approaching life. And I'm so grateful that I get to experience life with this new mindset. And I wouldn't have got this mindset had I not gone through the divorce. Um, And so really being the driver of my life is changing my life every moment of every day. I love it. I love it, Angie. And because you have built the relationships with your children. I know you you adopted a dog. You have your home. You know, you wrote a book with your daughter, you know. And so these these are what I call the soul activations. And this is where you do get to a point. We're not denying that we wanted to remain married forever. I would have loved to remain married. We're not denying that. But we're, we're in radical accountability and just saying that was not our path. That path ended. And now we get to step into a brand new path. So, um let's talk about the wins. We spoke about the book. We spoke about the relationship, but you've had some pretty big wins. Is there anything that I missed? What are, Uh, what are your big wins? Well, I do. I do want to just reiterate a couple that you mentioned. So it's funny. I wrote this list when I started working with you, right. When I was going through the divorce, I wrote a list of what I'd like my life to look like a year later after the divorce, my main goals for the first year. Right. And it was like, getting my own house and getting it set up and having the kids learn and see me for who I am and traveling. And I'd always wanted a dog and getting a dog and writing that book with my daughter and all of those things I looked at one year later after I wrote them. And I'd realized in that year that I actually accomplished all of those things that were on the list. Mm. And, um, and then I actually made it a goal to double my income and I have this bucket list board up in my kitchen and I wrote it on there and my son looked at me like I was crazy. And I'm like, I don't know the how I'm just putting it up there. So my mind gets in the mindset of how I could actually accomplish that. Right. Like, I don't know. I'm just putting it up there. And you know what? I did that, Donna. I doubled my income that year. And, but I want to tell you something you haven't heard yet. And this might sound a little bit unbelievable, but it sounds bad when I start it, but it is. A huge- <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Cause I remember, you know, when you, cause you and I were texting and communicating back and forth about your journey and the doubling the income and you shared with me and you sent me a letter and that's what I love. You keep me posted on your journey. Like here's what happened. So I can't wait to tell me, tell me I'm ready to hear. All right. So I've had this unbelievable past five months of my life. I I had gotten into a relationship, which I thought was my next serious relationship. And, you know, we don't always know what's going to happen, right? That's right. My father passed away Mm. when I was at my father's funeral. Um, the man that I thought that I would be in a relationship for a long time with moved out while I was at the funeral. I came home from the funeral to find that my son moved out to college. The week after I lost a significant source of income, my boss and mentor and friend of 24 years passed away. Mm. And this was in a one month period of time. 
And this is just in the last several months, right? And I sit here in front of you today, seeing the magic of life and then having this love mm. for being here mm. and knowing that I can get through any challenge that life brings me with love and with smile and with hope. And that I'm so happy to be here in life and be here with all of you. And I all I want all of you to experience the magic of life and everything that we encounter in life we can get through. And I I don't know how I would have gotten through the last several months without what I'd taken away from learning from you and from this group. And really that's my biggest win. Angie, I'm crying with you, my <laughs> friend. I'm crying with you because you Everything you said, first and foremost, I extend all of my condolences to the losses, right, that you experienced. Mm -hmm. I'm also adding on my sheer grace, and I'm so proud of you that <laughs> because this is what when the going gets tough, the tough get going. There's never because you have a choice. And Angie, I think you just gave a gift to the women who are here with you listening to the women who will be listening to this recording. You gave them the biggest gift of all. And that is a gift of life. That no matter what comes your way, you have the permission to grieve and be sad and go through the struggle and go into a little bit of a cave for a little while to heal from the losses. You were bleeding. You were bleeding and pretty deeply and multiple hits in one month, right? What, what people go through over years time, you handled in one month. However, your resilience, your reverence for life, the confidence you have in the tools that you've learned, you could get through anything. And we're not ignoring the challenge. We're celebrating life. We're celebrating life. You are alive. You have more work to do. And this shadow, we will move through in moments, right? Because in the past, this could have been years of, tra of trauma, years of therapy, years of struggle, years of, oh, of course this happened. I'm going to go back to my old mindset of this is things don't work out for me. Of course, bad things happen. And you're like, no, no, like I am going to, in the moment, I'm going to compartmentalize the, the losses that I am experiencing, but I'm not gonna let that bleed into every single bucket of my life. It is temporary, it is today. Because my fact and my foundation is I could do hard things. I have the tools and that reverence for life. I can't think of a better celebration, Angie. <laughs> I told a friend, I said, you know, in the past four years of my life, I have lived more deeply and in more experiences and more fully than I had in the whole decade before that. Yep. Agreed. Uh, yep. Same. Same. And this is, I think, the part that makes it so special as we live. Okay. So if you were talking to someone who's considering joining us today and they're worried about what we always worry about, Will it work for me? Do I have enough time? Do I have, what about the investment? You know, what advice would you give them? You know, divorce is one of the hardest things in life and getting stuck in this, these feelings of grief and anger and just all of it and being in that place. I remember you telling me a story about 
a woman that you talked with and you were talking with her and she talked about her divorce like it was yesterday That's and right. you found out it was like 10 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. I encounter lots of people like that. And yep. um, I'm so grateful that I found you that when I did. And the thing about this is, is there's a couple things. One, you only have one life to live yep. and our time here is limited. And I want to spend as much of that time living in my passion and my purpose in life. And I want to be out of that suck, right? Yep. Out and of the suck. Mm -hmm. Once you go through this experience and you gain the knowledge that you're going to gain, you're going to have that forever. You have it for your whole life. It's like this experience that I went through these past several months. I would never have been prepared for that, right? Like, I didn't know I was going to have that happen. I don't know what else is going to happen in my life. But you know what I had in that moment? I had this feeling like, hey, I know what to do here. I've done this before. I'm validating my feelings. I'm doing these things that I need to do to get through it. So the knowledge that you get, you have forever. You can take with you forever. Mm -hmm. Yep. I agree. And it's just about, you know, you've maintained listening to the alumni recordings coming on the retreats and it's, it's a, it's a constant, we, we just, we just sharpening our tools. Right. And, and they just rinse, wash and repeat. So Angie, thank you so very much for being with us here today. I really, You're welcome. You're really, welcome. really, and that I'm loving this. I'm so glad you didn't share it with me and we got to share it live together. Cause I love when you email me and you keep me posted, but there's nothing like me seeing your face and sharing it. And I, it was an honor to coach you. And it was really, Angie, it is you, it, it, it has been such an honor to coach you and still coach you, right? And still connect with you to see where you were, to see where you are, uh, to see how this work and how, because I always say the Divorce and Gracefully and Beyond program isn't about me. It's not about the team. It's not about Donna. It's about universe source and God finding a direction and the, and the right tool to get to you. Mm -hmm. Right. We all need our own conduit of of the information we need to hear. And sometimes it comes in the ways we never would have imagined. Like out of billions of people in the world, we never would have imagined we would have met. But we did it. The chat is blowing up, my friend. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to look at that. I do have one thing, which is my every year I choose like a phrase for the year um, that I'm going to kind of focus on. And my phrase this year is be me, be free. I love it. I'm I'm putting it in the chat. Be me, be free. Okay. All right, girl. Well, Congratulations on everything. All right. You. Love you. Love you. Love you. I'm going to go ahead and bring you back to attendee role so you could go ahead and watch all the chat and all that kind of good stuff. And okay. thank you. And congratulations all right, on all your then. accomplishments, girl. Love you. Bye. All righty. All righty. Wow. 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 I am loving where we're at. And Angie, again, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And it really has been a joy to coach you. So, all right, guys, it's you and I now, right? Angie is here. She, she, and I hope Angie has given you what's possible for you because if Angie could do it, if I could do it, if Jackie do, could do it, so could you. And so now let's talk about this opportunity for you to heal your heart and live a life that you've never thought possible. So let's recap three days these three days, right? Absolutely unbelievable. And I've enjoyed every moment of serving you and getting to teach you and opening up your eyes to see what's possible. Because like Angie said, we don't know what we don't know. You've had breakthroughs, you've had mindset shifts, you've had complete clarity on things that before were blurry and now they're opening up, right? 
things that kept you stuck before starting this workshop. And now you're excited about this momentum that you've created. You feel more passionate than ever. There's a spark that's going on. And this is where I want to invite you to stay on with me now, right? To hear and to stay on with me on this journal journey, because there is a beautiful way to live, my friends, where you are the CEO of your life, where you, like Angie, are balanced, peaceful, fulfilled, connected, adored, even in the circumstances of the suck when it comes. It's not a matter of if, it will. And this is your opportunity right now to be part of a sisterhood that's second to none because you can't go it alone. I want you to know you don't have to go it alone. And you could absolutely take everything that we've learned and kind of go it alone. But only thing you do is insert time. And that's what Angie said. We really, time is so precious for us. We've already wasted and we've already spent and let many, many years go. We don't want that to happen. So if you're ready to continue... I'm going to invite you right now to join me on my community and join me in joining the inner circle. And I am thrilled to put this out there because I am here for you. I want you to know that I am here for you. I'm ready to help you take that momentum that you've gotten over these last few days and transition it to a complete journey of unbelievable completion, right? This is the journey of bringing your results full circle, the journey of closing that gap. And I'm ready to help you right now. And so let's go back to the what, right? It's not about the the how it's going to happen. It's about the what. So let's talk about who this is for. If you are at the very early stages of your divorce, if you are at a point where you you just don't know where you're living, you don't know what's going on, you don't you're you're completely your your world is turned upside down. It's likely going to be therapy is going to be the best model because you need that one to one guidance. But if you're like Angie, if you were at the beginning of your divorce journey, even if you're mid or post-divorce journey, even if you've been divorced for 15 to 20 years and you've outgrown therapy, you've, you've tried everything and you're just ready for the work, then divorcing gracefully and beyond is going to be for you. And so we have four components that I want to take you through because this is the most important part of the puzzle when it comes to creating the journey and the blueprint and the map of where we're going is that there is a process, there is a strategy. And even though you're going to transform faster than you ever thought possible, 12 weeks, right? Our, the, the program is 12 months, but in the first 12 weeks is where the rapid transformation takes place like Angie went through. And there's a proven process you could depend on every time. We we need to allow our time to unwind the patterns. We've been on this earth 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years. There's patterns and subconscious patterns that are there. So we need to give ourselves time. And so many women will say to me, Donna, I think I might be your first dropout or I'm going to fail the course. And I'm going to tell you, you cannot fail. When you show up coachable, you show up committed, you show up ready to do the work, you cannot fail. We will 100 take you across the bridge, but you've got to be completely available and it is completely available and accessible to you. So let's talk about the DGB program and community. And first and foremost, like Angie said, we are a sisterhood. This is a program where we're coming together as family. As family, we are choosing to be together and we travel twice a year. You get to join us in traveling. We are together for one year. 
and we break it down into four components. The first 12 weeks are where the rapid transformation takes place. If you thought this workshop is giving you a boost, well, wait till you get your butt into TGB because you are going to be on fire because this is where you're coming in. This is where we're beginning to heal your soul fracture, right? You're raw, you're vulnerable. This is where you need the most guidance and strategy and protection. The next 13 weeks is giving you the opportunity to go through the main program all over again and no extra charge. It's like a second pass. I don't know if you're like me, but I like to go through things once. I like to go through them again because I always miss something that happened the first time. And this is a place where you get to revisit modules. You, you get to catch up. You get to connect with your coaches with the continued accountability and support. And that's called Nest, right? Angie, it's so funny that you're on today because we're talking about the different programs. Hatch, Nest, then Flight or the different levels. The Flight is the next 13 weeks. And this is where, because you've already been through healing the raw parts of ourselves, you're going to a different level of conversation, a different level of desire. We continue to prune what's not needed and feed and fuel what is. Maybe you're ready to date at this time. Maybe you're looking to focus on more meaningful relationships with your family. Maybe you're noticing that there's some toxic emotions that still keep coming up that you can't seem to move. Either way, we've got the strategy, the structure, the support, the coaching to help you through and support you. Your coaches are now your concierge because even though we're all going through the program, we're all going through the same training and the same modules and the same connections, you have a personal plan. Your conscious or your coaches will be your concierge to help you through and design what it is that you need to do to keep moving and keep growing and keep going forward. The last 13 weeks is what we call SOAR. And this is where you are really getting together and planning out your next steps. This is where you get to show up proudly, unapologetically you. You get to retain your DGB friendships. You get to show up proudly, unapologetically the matriarch of your family the empire builder, the woman that you're showing up as, as, as the woman, like Angie said, her children are getting to see Angie as the woman she is, as the divine soul. She is not the broken hearted woman that was suffering, that was contemplating, right? Like divorce or death. I mean, really to that point, that's where we, most of us have been. We've all had that feeling. Like, I don't know if I could take this anymore. I don't know. And now your children get to see you as the woman you are because we at DGB have made a decision. We are accountable to our dreams and our goals and we have decided we are not available for a crumb life. We are available for exceptional only. And over the course of the year, you have group Q&A calls. We hold them twice a week. So you get to come to, you get to see your sisters and build the relationships. You have one-to-one coaching sessions with your coaches. You have the grounding, the predictability, the stability that you need. You have the community of other women that are going to lift you up. And we also, again, as we said, we get to enjoy life together. We get to travel. As a matter of fact, this January, um, now this month, as an example, we're meeting in just about a week here in Port Jefferson, New York, where we have a three-day conference, an event that we're doing for DGB sisters that are lining up to write our goals for the rest of the 2024, and we're meeting in person. And then in October, as a DGB sister or a graduate of the DGB sisterhood, you get to come if you wish to come on um, the retreat. We're going to Spain. We're going to be walking the Camino Trail, right? So this is where... 
we have the belief and we have the knowing that even though life and our circumstances may not be where they want them to be, we're not wasting one minute. We are going to live life and we're living it together, right? So let's take a moment because right now you must be asking, um, if I were you, I'd be saying this, okay, Donna, this is great. Sign me up. I'm ready. But what is the pricing? What's the investment? So the regular investment, now when I say this, this is not your investment, so hang on, but the regular investment for DGB is 15K for the year. But those of you who've registered and you took the time to register for this workshop, to commit for this workshop, who are coachable, decisive, ready to claim their life of freedom and gorgeousness and ignite that soul, I have taken 30% off of the top, which brings it only, which brings it down to only and just 9K. And that's for the entire year. I'm going to repeat that. Just 9K. This is the entire year. And there's monthly payment options. So Bridget has dropped in the link in the chat where you could review the pricing and the payment options. So it's right there for you. My team right now has dropped it in the chat so you could read all about the different investment options. And I also want you to know that there's a fast action bonus. For the first 10 women who sign up you will receive a free VIP day with me, a group VIP VIP day, which is a 5K value. And that's where we're going to be coming together. And it's just you, me, and the first 10 women who signed up now. And that's only for the first 10 women. And what I could say to you is these spots will go very quickly. I am not being bold. I'm not being egotistical. I'm just being honest with you. They will go quickly. And if you're in a space, if you have any questions, if DGB is the right space for you, then I urge you to book a discovery call with us. This is a quick call. My team and I will hop on the phone with you. We'll see where you're at. We'll answer any questions you have and we'll ensure if, if, if DGB is your space. What I could tell you is for the women like Angie, DGB has become really the trajectory of what I we like to say life before DGB and life after DGB. And in the chat right now, registration is open. So there's the link that you can see the breakdown of pricing. There's the link to go ahead and book a call, a discovery call with my team. And this is available now, right? This is your opportunity. And I don't want you to miss out on the pricing. And I don't want you to miss out of working personally with me in a VIP setting. And so the pricing is held until Tuesday, the following Tuesday, right? Which is um, just a few short days away. So we are holding the pricing until Tuesday. And I want you to know that tomorrow, the content that we're building on, I, it's time to come back. It's the new way versus the old way. It's your personal revolution. And you've got to come back for tomorrow. We've got, you thought today was good. We've got another client spotlight tomorrow. We've got talking about the old way versus the new way. Because I can't emphasize this enough. Your ability to live the life and the love you want and deserve, to be adored and to be treasured, to have someone calling you on their way home saying, hey, hon, I'm at the store. You want me to stop to get a glass of wine? You deserve that. It's not because you can't have it. It's because you've been using the wrong tools. And it's not because you're not smart. As we spoke about the last two and a half days, the most intelligent, brilliant, successful, good-hearted women are exactly where you are. 
And successful women will take action to learn the new way. And that's why I say the old way versus the new way, because the world tells us it has to take years and years and years to heal. The world tells us that we have to go through all these stages of grief. The world tells us it has to be hard and arduous. It is simply not true. And how do I know? Because we've helped hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women across the bridge. And I'm living proof of it right? I'm living proof and you can be too. Do not accept a low level or mediocre way of life. If you tolerate it, then you accept it. And I'm going to open questions right now. So Bridget, are you there with me? Because I get to kind of see some questions coming yes. up. Yes. So our first question here is from Sue Ellen. She asked, how many one-on-one sessions with a coach do you get? So Sue Ellen, we have a structure where you pretty much are meeting the first 13 weeks of the program. You're pretty much meeting with a one-to-one coach every week. Every week you're coming to a group Q&A call and every week you're meeting with a coach. However, there's two weeks that we have you doing work. But what I like to say that you won't be meeting one-to-one, but if you need the if you need to speak with a coach, we're going to hop on the phone with you. We're not limited to those. And throughout the program, your coaches are available for you. Jackie always likes to say, if you need a call, let me know. I'm going to hop on the phone. We'll hop on the phone for a quick 15 minutes if you need it, right? And so the calls are available to you when you need them. Perfect. All right. Anybody else have questions? Drop them in the chat here. If you want to type it in anonymously, you can send it to just the host and panelists. Um, Otherwise, post it to everybody. Uh, Donna, can you talk a little bit about what the Q&A group calls are like? Oh, my gosh. The Q&A calls are the best. We love the Q&A calls. So as I'm coaching your sister, right, or Jackie is coaching your sister, these are held live via Zoom, and they're all recorded, right? So we love for you to be there live, but if you can't make it, you could always catch the recording. And we hold them twice a week because we understand time zones. We work with women all across the globe, and so we have different time zones. We recommend coming to one, but those calls are so active. If you want to come to both, you are welcome. And what happens is as you see me coaching your sister, inevitably you're like, oh my gosh, Donna, that's me. Like Angie said, we, we all of a sudden begin to see things we didn't see before because we can't see, right? Or we can't see those, those, the, the, the dark shadows that we don't know are there. And so as I'm coaching your sister, inevitably you're like, wow, Donna, that's me. I didn't realize that was available to me, or I didn't realize that was keeping me stuck and vice versa. As I'm coaching you live on the zoom call your sisters are saying the same thing. And we also have breakout rooms where we have a mindset breakout room and we have a breakout room for when you're ready for a higher level conversation where you're really ready to step up to the new level. There's another breakout room. So depending upon where you are in your journey, you get to choose which room is the room you're meant to be in. But the calls are really from experience and from the hundreds and hundreds of women who've been through the DGB program, one of the most valuable things we'll hear consistently is the value of the calls. Because again, going into a therapist office is so valuable. There's journeys and there's points of our life where speaking one-to-one is what we need. But at this point of our life, what we need is the tribe, is the community, and we learn so much more. And we are also part of 
an energetic vortex. So when you come into DGB, you are your heart is hurting. You have a soul fracture and you are caught in the draft. Even if you didn't say anything and didn't ask any questions, you're going to get the transformation because you're caught in the draft of anywhere between 25 and 50 women who are moving through the program. And we're all part of that same energetic frequency. And science tells us that the highest level vibrational frequency will always absorb the lower level. So this is where we hear women saying, I've gotten this miracle or this has happened or this changed for me. And I don't even know how it's happening. And I will tell them I know exactly how it's happening. It's the community. It's the tribe. And they're amazing, the calls. Yes. Yes. Uh, we do have a couple people asking about the Spain trip in October. And I yes. know it's hard to not have information yet, but we will be releasing information in February. So just like hang tight with us a little longer and that will all be coming to you in February. I, I pinky promise. I pinky pro <laughs> and Bridget, Bridget and Jackie and Janelle, they have been on it. And what I can tell you about this Camino trip, right? The details will come so you will know, but this will be a week where we are traveling together. This is the highest spiritual journey that you could get. And it's, you don't have to be an avid hiker. You know, we're not walking up hills. We're walking on the most, what I would say the um, easiest part of the trail, but it's an opportunity for you to be part of a spiritual experience for you, right? Yes. You're going to be with your sisters and yes, you're going to be with your coaches, but this is an opportunity for, for you figuratively and literally to leave behind what has been your burden and an opportunity for discovery. And those are the types of things we've been to Cabo San Lucas. We've been to Mexico, you know, we've going to Spain. And so we travel this world together. We lock arms together because that's what life is about. We are not the coaches that are one way on camera and off camera. We're completely different. We are the coaches. What you see is what you get. We are experts in our field. We have dedicated our lives towards this work. And it's an honor to take our, your hand and lead you because we know the path. We get you from one side of the bridge to the other. We have 100% certainty we could cross you across the bridge. And we hold that belief until you hold it in yourself. Because like Angie said, even when the storms come, she held the belief she could get through it because we were her surrogate. She was exactly where you were. She didn't believe it. She didn't know what was possible. She allowed us to be her surrogate, hold the belief system until she was strong enough to hold that in herself. And now she holds it. And now she's a shining light for other women like you. And she's holding that belief for you until you hold it. So you will get across the bridge. We do have London asking, how large is the community? So the community is dependent usually anywhere from 25 to 50 women moving through the program at any given time. So it's very intimate. We know you. We know you by name. We know your journey. Your coaches know who you are. You're connected to me. You're connected with your coaches. I run every uh, Thursday's um, Q&A call. So you always have access to me as well. And um, it's a wonderful, wonderful amount of people. We have found that we have the amount of people that bring the tribe together because we want the community, but it's not so many that you get lost in a number. Love it. And can you talk a little bit about how big our alumni community is? Because we do have that as well. Oh my gosh. We have we have close to like 600 to 700 alumni members. Um, and, and, and we have... And on the Facebook group, we probably have 300 to 400 because not everybody is on Facebook, right? And not everybody is in the community. But we, yeah, we have close to six, six or at this point, six or 700 alumni members who've been through the program. 
Awesome. And that's not including, right, the, the DGB sisterhood um, when I was a therapist, right, for years before that. So there's a lot, a lot of women who have walked this world before you who have gotten the results. And now it's time for you to do that, too. So what if fear is the thing holding you back? So we have two ways we look at fear. Number one, let's acknowledge, and I, and I commend you for the awareness of it. There's a saying that I say, um, well, there's two things. Let me start with here. One, there's, um, we say fear is face everything and rise, right? Most of the time people will say false evidence appearing real, but here at DGB, we say face everything and rise because here's the science behind it. Okay. So guys lock in with me on this. Take a moment, just get quiet with me. Cause I know, I know this may be a lot, but it's really important. And this is really, really important for you to hear. This is the science behind it because we have learned how to live life in a stressful state over the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years, your physiological system and your body has learned how to keep you alive in stress. Now, you and I know stress is not where we want to be. And you and I know that stress isn't good. Your brain doesn't register good or bad. It just knows stress. So somewhere along the line, we lost sight of ourselves. We lost ourselves. When we were born into this world, our physiological state of being was peace and love and openness. And somewhere along the line, it switched, right? It did a complete 180. And now we're in a state of stress. So when your body and when you decide to move towards something that's good for you, the 5% of your brain that's conscious knows it, knows that this is a good choice, knows that this is a good move for you. But the 95% of your brain that's subconscious, that's learned how to keep your body alive in stress is going to treat the good thing, the happiness, the fact that you know this is good for you as an enemy, it's going to register it as an enemy. So even though we know it's good, your brain is going to register it as an enemy. So anytime you move forward towards something that's good for you, your brain, once it gets wind that this is making you happier, this is good, it will create some sort of event. It will create some sort of trauma event or some sort of something to happen in your life that will then bring you back to the stressful point. And when you're back in stress again, your body's going to say, oh, I'm so glad you're in stress again. So when fear comes up, it's just an indicator that you're running in fight or flight mode. That's all it is. When you are driving your car and you need gas, you don't freak out that your gas tank is empty. You, you drive to the gas station and you get gas. So fear showing up and preventing you from taking action is just an indicator that you're in operating in fight or flight. Your brain has learned to keep you alive in stress. Your job is to learn how to get out of stress and into a parasympathetic mode, right? Where you can now move out of fear and into faith because fear and excitement are actually on the same trajectory. They're on the same line as we choose to move into excitement. So what I like to say is I have the saying, I call it my reframe statement because I understand the science of the brain. When I move towards something that's good for me, I know I'm going to get hit with fear. So when fear comes, I don't deny it. I don't ignore it. I don't create a story about it. I don't make a meaning about it. Is I expect it like an old friend. If you remember back in the day when your parents or you know family would have people just stop by, right? No one just stops by now. But back in the day, we had people just stop by and come in for coffee or cake, it wasn't, you know, it would, they were welcomed in. And so when fear comes up, instead of denying it, we're going to welcome it in and say, thank you so much for coming. I was expecting you. 
And again, we're going to respond to it versus react to it. And we're going to say, here's a cup of coffee. Here's a, here's a glass of Prosecco. Here's a charcuterie board. Please come in. And then here's your hat. What's your hurry? And you're going to use this reframe. In the past, when I went to move forward, I may have felt fearful, worried, and uncertain. And now I'm in exactly the right place at exactly the right time. And I'm on my way to recovering my heart, reclaiming my brilliance, and living my life full out. Now, the reason why that statement is so important and stay with me here, because it is the most important statement you could ever learn, because we're literally programming our subconscious brain. If you are in your kitchen and you're saying, I want to talk, I'm thinking about Lululemon leggings, guarantee you go on Facebook, you will see a thousand ads on Lululemon leggings. Your subconscious brain is exactly the same. It doesn't know what's good for you or what's bad. It just knows what you operate in most. And so when you are saying you're stuck and you're worried, it's just going to give you more of that, right? So now when we say in the past, when I went to invest and move and, and move forward, I may have felt fearful, worried, and uncertain. We're literally reprogramming the subconscious brain that even though I'm moving forward and brain, I know you think this is different than stress, I am safe. My, my fear is of the past. It is not of my current state. And then when we say, and now I'm in exactly the right place at the right time. We're telling our brain, there's no need to create any drama. Yes, this move is good for me. Yes, this is different than stress, but I am safe. You do not have to create drama. You do not have to create a fallout. I am safe. And then when we say I'm on my way to reclaiming my power, creating my brilliance, is if you were to say to me, Donna, today's the day. I'm going to kill my heart. I'm moving forward. I got it. Right behind it, your brain's going to say, so Sally, how's that working out for you? And you're going to say, not so good, because that's the subconscious brain, right? The conscious 5% versus subconscious 95%. So when we say, I'm on my way, it allows us to get into the brain, plant the seed, get the hell out before your brain even knows what's going on. And that's the beginning of the journey, right? I'm on my way to reclaiming my power, recovering my brilliance, and living my life full out, right? If you say to yourself, I am, I'm ready for love. And then you say to yourself, I'm on my way to learn how to become ready for love, just feel the difference in your body, right? When you say I'm on my way, it's like getting past the gatekeeper of your brain. It allows us to get in. And so fear is an indicator. It actually is a catalyst. It is your permission slip to move forward and take action and join us here at DGB because the fear will keep you stuck forever, right? And we teach you how to move through the fear. Again, it's a catalyst, it's an indicator. And when we understand it, we can invite it in. Here's a charcuterie board. Here's a glass of Prosecco. Here's your hat. What's your hurry? In the past, when I went to invest in myself and move forward, I may have felt fearful, worried, and uncertain. And now I'm in exactly the right place at exactly the right time. And I'm on my way to recovering my power, reclaiming my life, and living it full out. Your brain likes certainty. Your brain is a wonderful servant. It is a shitty leader. It's a shitty leader. It's a wonderful servant. This is our chime that we understand your brain is going to act. It's going to become squirrely. Anytime you take in, you take steps to move forward into something you want and that's happy and that's good for you because your brain has been operating in stress, it's going to cause, again, an alarm, alarm, alarm. Now, if you don't have the structure, if you don't have the accountability, and if you don't have the coaching, that alarm will constantly bring you back. That's why you'll take five steps forward to go 10 steps back, a little bit forward to go back. This is will be your life. You'll attract your ex-husband 10 times over, enter into relationship for another five years to only find out it's five years later, you're in the same place, right? It's this back and forth. It's this ping pong. Because we know the science behind it, we actually 
remove ourselves from the ping pong effect. We are not available for the ping pong effect. We are commanding our life where we are wanting to go because we understand science and we're overriding the, 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 the path of least resistance, right? Because your brain will always like least resistance. So I hope that makes sense. I know that was a little longer, Bridget, <laughs> then, but it was so important. Sure. We're so happy that you're willing to go longer. Appreciate that. Um, that is all the questions that we have for today. Um, so if we want to wrap up, I just want to make sure that everybody posts in the Facebook group. Um, I've made a post in there to post your biggest ahas from today so that other people can see what you've gained from today. And just a reminder, the replays will be going out this evening. So you'll get the replay. And if you weren't here live, no worries. Just hop in here and watch. Yes. And also, so let's just recap. The link to, if you're ready now to join us, if you're ready to do the work, the link is right there. You could go ahead, get your investment options and join. If you have some questions you want us to sort of sit and, and help you and, and kind of go over things, we have a discovery call. The link for the discovery call is there. And then lastly, it's hopping in the Facebook group, The Art of Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond, and putting in what your takeaway is. And Marina, you are so welcome. Um, I, I, really, I, I really appreciate that because you know, these are the things that I have learned over the years that have made the most impact. And that's what I'm here for. You don't have to figure it out on your own. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be complicated. I am going to show you the easiest and fastest path to success. What I learn, you learn. What I know, you know. I share everything with you. So I'm so thankful that you shared that. And we have one more question from Suellen asking when it starts. I'm not sure, Suellen, you mean the program or when you what probably starts? Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and answer this. Um, the pro I'm going to talk about the, the opportunity to enroll and join the DGB program at this pricing at this rate is open through Tuesday. Okay. But the, the program starts now, like it's an on-rolling enrollment, right? We, there's, it's not, a, we don't wait for cohorts. It's, it's when we know divinely that the time is right for us. So what I suggest, if you're ready to join us now, go ahead and click the link and choose the best uh, pricing or investment option that fits you and get ready and get and join us. Um, what will happen when you join us is you'll get an opportunity to book uh, your call with me, which will be your onboarding. And I will explain everything to you on the onboarding call. There'll be some homework for you to do. And it really is a wonderful, soft journey of me leading you. And I explain to you everything that you need to know and where you're going to find everything and housekeeping. We have our first coaching call. So really today is day one. It starts now. It starts when you make the decision. I am ready. We are ready for you. Our arms are open. Jackie's ready to link arms with you. I am. Bridget is. Janelle is. Angie is. Your DGB sisters are. So the time is now. Love it. Alrighty. I think that's all that we have for today. All right. Again, reminder, see you tomorrow. Same bat channel, same bat time. We're going to be doing bonus sessions Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern. We're going to come back again at 11 a.m. on Sunday. And that's for me to do a bitty, 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 bitty little bits as a teaching, but mostly for me to answer questions and be there to support you and guide you. So again, if you are ready to join us, go ahead and decide now, do it, come join us. If you need a little more time or you want to talk, again, book that discovery call. And either way, either way, join us tomorrow, right? Join us. We'll be here. Can't wait to see you and can't wait for you to meet your new, another DGB sister. And I'll see you later. Love you guys. Have a kick-ass day. Bye. See ya.